os sinais me confundem da cabeça aos pés, mas por dentro te devoro. Teu olhar não me diz exato quem tu és, mesmo assim eu te devoro. Te devoraria a qualquer preço, porque te ignoro, te conheço. Quando chove ou quando faz frio No outro plano te devoraria Tal Caetano a Leonardo de Caprio É um milagre Tudo que Deus criou pensando em você Fez a Via Láctea, fez os dinossauros sem pensar em nada fez a minha vida e te deu Sem contar os dias que me faz morrer Sem saber de ti jogado a solidão Mas se quer saber se eu quero outra vida Não, não Cabeça aos pés, mas por dentro te devoro. Teu olhar não me diz exato quem tu és, mesmo assim eu te devoro. Te devoraria a qualquer preço, porque te ignoro, te conheço. Quando chove ou quando faz frio. Outro plano te devoraria Tal Caetano A Leonardo de É um milagre Tudo que Deus criou Pensando em você Fez a Via Láctea Fez os dinossauros Sem pensar em nada Fez a minha vida E te deu Sem contar os dias que me faz morrer Sem saber de ti jogado a solidão Mas se quer saber se eu quero outra vida Não, não Eu quero mesmo é viver pra esperar, esperar até Esperar, esperar, devorar você.
eu viver é esperar você. Part two. We're still going. We're still awesome. going. I yeah. feel weird. I'm like, are, are people even going to want to listen to this? Is this even anything worth listening to? Because I don't really have any stories. Well, I, I guess I got some. It's not but, for them. I don't, <laughs> it's, it's for me and it's for you. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> I just don't, you know, I never wrote anything down, so I don't remember as much. But um, so, yeah, so I moved – um, from that point, I actually had to like go through and think about this and try and write stuff down because I've never. Well, remember. what was your first? Where was your first uh, Christmas? My Were only you still Christmas. in uh, Mosaro. Yeah, or I mean, in Masu. No, it was in Campina. So you went to Campina. Who was your companions so in October? Well, when did I go to Campina? I don't know, but in february i was like hey i'm in campina no what what about christmas i don't care about february. no i was there i was there in christmas so i had already been there for a couple months um when i finally decided to write it down yeah um but anyway so like yeah february 12th i guess i don't know okay so so february 9th so I went from October 31st to February 9th, and the first line is, hey, look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm in Campino Grande now. And I was there through Christmas. I remember that. Okay. And in Campina, um, I don't remember who I was first there with or if or if I was always there with the same people. But my companion in Campina is Price. Yay! Yay, Price! We love Price. Price, hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. Love Price. He was very new in the mission at the time. Sure. Um, he he wasn't brand new, but I think he had only been with someone else for like a few weeks or something. Yeah. Like I think somehow he got in one of those really short exchanges. Um, but we were in Campina. It was like winter time. Well, our winter time. So it was like October through December through um, February, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in that time frame, yeah. obviously. Um, and it was rainy, and it rained like constantly. And um, I remember the Poop River that you had to cross over to get over to the other side of Campina. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just like not really having tons of success in Campina because it was so rainy, and it was just like kind of a downer. Did you live with anybody um, else besides I Price? Lived, yeah. yeah, so I lived with Price. I lived with um, Rodriguez. Okay. And Moraes. 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 <laughs> oh, no, no, Moraes. No, no, no. What was his nickname? Uh, it was nickname was Pumbao, right? <laughs> Dude, I love Moraes. Oh, that guy. He cracks me up. He's like a big teddy bear, you know? Uh-huh. Moraes. No. No, it wasn't Pumbao. Moraes was... Which one was Morais? Morais is a um, big guy. Um, I don't even know how to describe. Oh, I know Morais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah but he, he was, was just like he was always like, oh no, no, kind of no, oh, you <laughs> know, like that kind of voice too. Yeah. Oh man, awesome guy. But 
he would you know, like eat everyone else's food, like all the time, right? Well, he's entitled. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Price and I were making like pancakes with goyaba syrup and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That was delicious. Um, I remember one day Price went out and bought. It's getting cold. I gotta close this door here. And Price went out and bought this pineapple, and it was like, you know, in the evening or something. He gets it home and he cuts it all up perfectly and everything, and he puts it in the fridge. And he's like, oh, you know, he's super excited to eat this pineapple. And the next day, I'm out with Morais um, instead of Price for some reason, and we come home at lunch, and they're not home. And he's like looking around in the fridge and stuff, and he finds this pineapple. And he's like, Oh, oh, God. And he eats, and he eats like the entire thing. He's like, Yeah. Oh, man. And Price was so pissed when he got home. And you. I mean, he's like hitting on him and like jumping on him and stuff. He's like, "You ate my pineapple!" And he's like, <laughs> "And Maurice is like, no, no, it wasn't me, no, no, yes, it was you." But uh, Rodrigo was really cool. Um, Rodriguez, Rodriguez, yeah, Rodrigo is yeah. a different person. <laughs> I, know, I can't keep him straight, you know. <laughs> we found a big tarantula in the backyard. Okay, uh, that we named Marley. We had him for a while until I think what I stepped on him. Um. But, um, yeah, I remember the neighbors had, like, these teenage girls, and they would always make us juice, like, acerola. Uh-huh. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just a taste you can't get anywhere else, you know? Now, there's a – I found a Brazilian market in San Jose, California that had the pulp, <laughs> the frozen really? acerola pulp, and you really? mix it with water and sugar. It's not the same. Nah. See? It's not the same, but um, so yeah. As as far as Campina Grande, that's when we went into this like month of men and only wanting to baptize men. Yeah, that was my time. Okay, I was <laughs> out. This is Rick's when Rick's could really shine <laughs> on the Avanche. I was like on the top every week. <laughs> there you go. I would have been all right with that had it been my first area, but you know. Didn't work out. Yeah, it's all about where you were and what, it's yeah. all circumstance. We did end up baptizing a family that lived way out in the middle of nowhere. Like you had okay. to take a bus. I, I, it felt like like an hour to get out to their area. Crazy. Um, and they had, let's see, the parents. And I think they had two boys. Um, and one of them was like a special needs kid. So we didn't actually baptize him, but we baptized the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. That's awesome. So, um, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there were some other people here and there, but, you know, nothing that I remember too much. I do remember, I don't know, the Poop River, really. And, um, you know, I think. Didn't you have a nickname? Didn't the they call poop. you like Salsicia or something? Salsicia, yeah. That was Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Shaggy. That's right. His name was Salsicia because when, when my hair was longer – which it was a lot of the time. I looked like Salsicia. And when it was really short, I looked like Squidward. So. <laughs> At one point, back in, back in Pajusada, like on my first area, I let Malkovich cut my hair for some reason. Okay. 
and he cut it with like a number two clipper, just and I looked like Squidward. So they started calling me Lulu Molusco. So which was Squidward for some reason. Um, but yeah, so um, Shaggy for a while. Um, Campina Grande, I don't really remember much about that area except for we were like had that house with the balcony. And um, I remember Rodriguez and I would kind of hang out and play guitar on the balcony and stuff. So I'm sure we worked at some point, but I don't know. How'd you get the guitar? Where did you buy it? I bought it. I bought it in, I don't know, maybe a soup, maybe Mossoro. All right. Fairly early on. Yeah. Just kind of carried it around with me. So that was fun. Yep. Um. I don't know if they frown on that or not, but I know some missions do. And I don't some think anybody don't. cared in our mission. There was a bunch of no, missionaries. It was, just of, a, it was just a hassle because every time yeah. you have to move, it's another thing. Yeah, I know, right? And I ended up – I think I ended up giving it to someone at the end, passing it on to someone. I don't remember who. Though. Yeah. Um, so after being in Campina, I got moved out to Souza. With Price? With Cicada. With Cicada. <laughs> Yeah, and I think for for some reason, I think what happened is he had like requested me to be his companion. He was like fairly close to the end of his mission, like five months or something. Like still quite a bit of time, but for some reason, I felt like he had said like he had requested me to come out and be his companion. Cicada. So, yeah. So either I was he like wasn't really that old. There was a cicada, yeah, that I was with in Is this another cicada? It's a Brazilian cicada from Sao Paulo. I don't know. We love soccer. They're all the and... same. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the cicadas. All the cicadas are the same. <laughs> but um, So we went out to Souza, and uh, you know, Souza's in the middle of nowhere. Sure. It was like an eight-hour bus ride from João Pessoa. Yep. Um, it was, what, four hours from Ducks? Yeah, I drove – the last week of my mission, uh, Weiberg, his mom came out with a car. And me and Birch and Weiberg and Price were all hanging out in Sosa. And then Weiberg's mom drove us from Sosa to Juan Pessoa. And it was a drive. And I can't imagine doing that in a bus because it's all the stops and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, and I I remember Price going out there at some point. Bryce kept on going out to Sosa all the time. Yeah, I don't know if you were with him when they were like they made like some music video or something. I never went to. I remember no. seeing it. I I only spent my only time in Sosa was the last week of my mission because Birch wanted to go. Oh, okay. So I'm like, let's do a tour of the mission. Let's go to Sosa. I'll go with you. Yeah, Dude, Sosa was way out in the middle of nowhere. But the the weird thing about Sosa is you, since it was so far away, you couldn't get anywhere. Um, so we went out there. It was me and me and Cicada. We lived in the church in like a back room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a, there's like wild pigs walking around. There's all sorts of weird stuff. There's an excellent pizza place in Sosa, by the way. It was like a stone oven pizza place. It was, it was fantastic. Um, so we ate pizza a lot, but we were there for about two weeks when President called like a mission conference there was a conference in Patos, and we didn't know about it until the night before we didn't have a phone or anything so we just had like you know the phone out in the street and you know if it would ring sometimes you'd get it and sometimes you wouldn't so we find out the night before that there's a mission conference in Patos, four hours away 
Um, and we were like, well, okay, well, how do we get there? And um, basically the next morning we're like, well, there's, you know, I'm not going to take a taxi for four hours. There's no buses that are leaving within a time frame that would ever get us there for the conference on time or anything like that. Um, so we, we didn't go. Um, and turns out we were both transferred. <laughs> we were there for two weeks and we missed the mission conference and we were out. <laughs> yep. It was like the next day. It was like, you guys are done. And we moved together to Jardim Veneza in in Joan Pessoa. Yeah. That was the only time I'd ever been in Joan Pessoa in the mission. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm already like, you know, a year and whatever into my mission. So, but yeah, Souza was a very short lived thing. We actually <laughs> baptized a girl the night before we left. Nice. But, um, but yeah, we, we missed a mission conference in, in Patos because we couldn't get there. And, um, anyway, and then we were pulled out. <laughs> and I don't know who was put in there. But, um, anyway, we were moved to Jardim Veneza, the two of us together, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird, you know, that they would pull us from there and put us somewhere else. And the story was that Georgine Veneza, the missionaries that were there, had just witnessed some guy getting hacked with a machete because, over, like, a soccer game or something stupid like that. Uh-huh. And they were, like, close. It happened, like, right near the gates of the church, and they were really close. So they had pulled the missionaries out of Georgine Veneza entirely. And two weeks later, they threw us in there. So... You may remember Jardim Veneza was the area that um, uh, what's his name was shot. Yeah, uh, Wallet. No, Harding. Harding. So Jardim Veneza, you had this house, and it was up by this big soccer field. And then down the hill, there was like I don't know, like a gas station and the highway. And it was always really dark down at the bottom of that hill. Okay. So we would always, if we were on the other side of the town, you'd have to walk all the way around to get back up to the house. Yeah. Because um, it was just too dark to walk through that way. And I guess the story is that Harding and whoever he was with were going up that area at night or at dusk or something. Yeah. And um, they kind of got robbed and they were upset that he didn't have anything worth taking. So anyway. Judging Veneza. Scary so, place. Machete attack. Uh, you know, missionary shot in the face. But you never got robbed or anything. No, no, we didn't. But, you know, we avoided um, going down that way when it was dark. Yep. Um, but, and people told us, oh, yeah, stay away from these areas and stuff like that. Sure. So I don't know how dangerous it really was, but it certainly didn't seem like it was the safest area. Sure. Um, we taught some English classes down there, I remember. Um, we baptized some people. Um, let's see. Cephalo was in um, Jean Basoa at the time. So I actually saw him a little bit, and I hadn't really seen him on mission. I don't think Cephalo ever left Jean Basoa. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know, right? And I had only been there that one time. Um, but at the time, his companion was Foster. Yeah. Do you remember Foster? Yeah. Um, Foster at one point, um, the water wasn't working at the house and he left all the, all the water on and then the water came. Remember how the water would only come yeah. like every few days. Yeah. Then suddenly the water came and it like flooded their apartment. Suppose <laughs> <laughs> that he woke up and put his feet down just like in water. He's like, 
Uh, all their stuff was all wet. Uh, he was so pissed. And then wasn't it was it Foster also who had that like like fatty deposit in his cheek that was taken out? It could be. And he kept it in a jar. It could be. <laughs> It's like this little lipoma in his cheek that he had taken out, and he kept it in a jar. Uh, that was kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I remember him getting flooded out. Um, but, yeah, so I spent a little bit of time in Jardim Veneza with Cicada. And, I, again, I think the idea was I was supposed to hang with him until the end of the end of his mission. Um, but that didn't happen. Um, and this now comes the time when I move to – Nova Natal. Yay! Boas Yay! And that's like the one, the place you were at, like your whole mission, right? Yeah. I spent most of my mission in Natal, but um, you know, like between Parisa, uh, yeah. Nova Natal, Boas Esperanza, um, eventually I made it out to Potengi, like mm-hmm. all those kind of areas. Um, so I spent probably about a year of it on that side of Natal. Yeah, north side. Um, I'm trying to look at the date of when I actually went out there. Um, Who were you? you were with Rodrigo in Nova Natal, right? In a Boas Branza. Eventually. He was in your house. Who are you? Oh, you were yeah. in Nova Natal or Boas Branza? I was in Boas Branza first. Okay. Um, and when I was in, let's see, so I have April. Okay. April of 2004, I'm in Nova Natal. Okay. Um. And so when I first get there, it's me and Nichols. Yeah. You know Nichols? Yeah, I know Nichols. Nick, Nichols is my senior. At this point, I'm still a junior. Nichols and, was kind of like fair – like he always was red and had yeah, like bleached yeah. white hair kind of. Yeah. Because the sun. Yeah, really fair skin. <laughs> really so fair skin. Put on a lot of sunscreen and yep. then be like – Always red. That. So he's always <laughs> red. Um, but it was Nichols, Molten. Yeah. And um, who was the other – was it Wiscombe? No, it was um, – <clears throat> I want to say a kid from like L.A. or like Southern California area. Um, oh, man. I don't remember. I don't have that written down. Um, but What house were you living in? We were living in the house. We moved when I got there. So we were in this house for a few weeks, and then we moved to the other Nova Natal, to the other Bo Esperanza house. So um, we were living – man, I, I wouldn't even be able to describe it. But um, eventually, a few weeks into it, we moved into that house that had the big courtyard inside the gate. Yeah. Um, and With then the outside had, like, shower in the Outside courtyard? shower and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the sisters were in the other house Yeah. Um, across the – whatever not too far away only yes. like a few blocks out mm-hmm. um, as we remember from paulson we love the sister story <laughs> we're gonna hear it i'm excited for fourth of july like, it wasn't, that big of a deal, it, wasn't. it was just because it was gay shot and was brand new and he wanted to lay down the law <laughs> yeah let's see so when i first got there to nova natal uh boas Bodanza, there was um Wiscom was going home in a week yeah we had watts uh mateus molten a bunch of other guys. Mm-hmm. So I was working with Nichols for a while. What, what uh, was this? May two thousand four. This was April two thousand four. So this is right before May. Right before May. May is yep. when everything went crazy in Nova Natal. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was there. Like crazy. Yeah. Um, and I actually wrote something about it, but I didn't write it until September. So it was a reflection. I was like, that was a crazy time. <laughs> so I, um, but yeah, so when I first got out there, I was with Nichols and then we moved houses and, um, and I ended up spending a lot of time with Molten. Okay. And Molten was basically my companion. I don't, I think that was official. I think when we moved the houses or something, someone came in or someone left and I ended up with Molten and, um, and Nichols was still in the house. Oh, I should know. Cause I have the photograph from the party. From the 4th of July party. Yeah. I don't know where that picture is anymore though. Cause I moved since then, since Facebook I looked at Yeah, that's right. I'll have to look it up, but, um, I'll have to remember who the other, um, um, the other American was, but so anyway, so in April I get in there and there, and there's these guys and, and things are going all right. And May starts and, um, it's getting kind of crazy. And the first week of May was like really hard, really like heavy, right? Or was it the second week? Um, I have written for May 16th. I wrote that Potenji, um, had 75 baptisms yeah. that week. <laughs> um, Molten and I were together. We had nine. Mateus had 23. Yeah. And Victor. Victor was the other guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nichols and Victor. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, and then, and then I had in here that we were – shooting for over 800 something in may mm-hmm. so um because 770 anyway. was november of that year before yep um so molten and i oh and then like the next week there was something where you know there were tons of baptisms and all this and then the president like almost like did a 180 and he was like, oh, well, we're not counting any kids or we're not counting, you know, all this other stuff. And I remember people got really pissed. And the missionaries, it was almost like a mutiny. They're like, oh, well, we're not going to baptize anyone. Well, this was coming right off of the Epica of Omens. So it was just baptizing men or families. And then it was just baptizing young men, which uh-huh. is prospective elders. And then in May, the first week opened up to everyone. So we baptized yeah. all these kids and Mosas that were just waiting. Yeah. And then um and then I remember there was a backlash and saying, like, Oh, we're going back to men or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the second or third week of May that, that was that was the deal. Yeah. Um and then um and everyone's like, Oh, we're not gonna baptize anyone at all and right. you know, and people like really slacked off. And then then there was a mission conference, um, at least in our area. And um, it like reignited everything. Because I was in, I was in Parkinson's doing this at this time. May I was in Parkinson's doing this. So you were close enough to where we were. Um, I have written down that there was like uh, we had like a conference, and it was like, oh, Pres wants us to baptize again. Let's get out there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, we were all doing like chants and like undos trace machismo stuff, (laughs) which is kind of how we did it in Natal, you know. It was like, oh, oh, hi. Have you seen this church before? Okay, count to three. You're getting in the water. <laughs> um, but so um, anyway, so that last week of May, um, 
Molten and I were working together, and we actually worked really hard. Like, say what you will about baptizing, like a whole bunch of people who probably aren't very prepared. Mm-hmm. We actually worked really hard, and we taught a lot of people, and actually baptized a lot of people. And some of them probably actually stayed stayed in. Um, but so we, so I, I had something here saying that we had a whole bunch of baptisms, and then Watts called. It was like the last week of May. Watts called, and there were like two days left in May. Mm-hmm. There was a Sunday, and then there was a P day that was still technically May. Yep. And he called, and he's like, oh, we're 20 baptisms short of the record, and we need 20 more baptisms. We need everyone to get out there and start working. You know, we need 20 baptisms by tomorrow, mm-hmm. basically. And um, we went out like that night. It's like Sunday night. And we're like running around the streets at 10 p.m. trying to talk to people like anyone we had ever taught before. And just trying to get anyone who had ever even you know learned anything and trying to baptize them. Yep. There was that couple who worked at the um, the little snack place by the house in Nova Natal yep. where they made those little pizzas. Uh-huh. Beth and Eddie is what we call them. Okay. There's Eddie and something else. We called her Beth. Anyway, Beth and Eddie, and we tried to convince them to get baptized, and they almost did, but they were like, ah, no. Um, anyway, uh-huh. we, um, who was it who was out there with us? Um, that missionary who was one of the zone leaders, was he with Watts? Um, oh, what's his name? What's his name? You know who I'm talking about? Super skinny kid, Brazilian guy. Really dark skin, um, kind of like lanky, really skinny guy. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come I, on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Um. Anyway, he was like sitting out front of the church. Like anyone who walked by, he's like, "Hey, you, you want to get baptized?" You know, doing that sort of thing. But um, we actually baptized more people that Sunday, and some people on Monday mm-hmm. in the zone, or at least in the area. Um, Moulton and I ended up with 15 for the week, which I think was the um, Batizadores de Semana or something like that. You did it. Uh, you made it. We did it. <laughs> I finally made it on the Avant, and it was on the one week that counted. Uh, the zone had 100 and – no, the zone had 202 yeah. in the month. Yeah, Santorin was in second place. Yeah, and then um, the mission was what, 581? 851, 851, whatever. Yeah. 851. Yeah. So, um, anyway, crazy. Yeah, I went back to that area and that month. Okay. It, it, when was it? I guess it was in August, July, August. Oh, I went replace the sisters that got kicked out after the 4th of July. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And so it, it was completely burned. Natal <laughs> was, was a wasteland. Yeah. Like, I was talking to yeah. these kids at uh, at the church, and, and one of the kids like, Oh yeah, I got baptized. A missionary paid me five dollars, and I got baptized. Yeah, yeah well, that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I had I had more more than that, you know. <laughs> oh man, but you know, I don't doubt some of that stuff kind of happening um, with some of those guys. Um, anyway, honestly, in the journal, I don't write anything about Fourth of July at all. I just write that <laughs> Schwartner came, and you know. And then um, turns out I'm leaving Bo Esperanza in September. So I stayed there a long time. Um, And I had uh, Rodrigo eventually. 
Yeah, and Croshaw was in your house, wasn't he? Or did you leave already? I must have. I think I left before then. Because I remember going to your house in Boa Esperanza. Uh huh. And I lived in Nova Natal. Oh, okay. No, you were still in Nova Natal. I don't know. When were you in Nova Natal? It must have been in Santa Name. No, I went over to your house at some time and you were playing the guitar. I remember you were playing a James Taylor song or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I asked you what, what music to, uh, to listen to when I get home from the mission. And you're like, check out, <laughs> check out Postal Service and Death, and, uh, and Death Cab. <laughs> That's funny. This was 2004. This is like the beginning. There you go. Back in the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I was, I was there from obviously April through September. Yeah. Was there a long time? Yeah, so, so I was there from uh, I was there during my year. So after the Fourth of July, I was there for two months with a uh, with uh, Lopes and then West. Okay. Or West and then Lopes. I had um, I said soon. I said Gusnarner showed up, and soon after, Molten Nichols and Victor all went home. Um, and then Francisco Rodrigo and Vicente came into the house. Vicente. <laughs> Francisco and, and honestly, Rodrigo. Oh, that's and, great. And honestly, I don't really remember any of those guys really? very much. Yeah, Vicente no, is great. Rodrigo's great too. It's just like a time I just don't really remember. I remember yeah. we went and uh, tracked down this kid named Elvis, so you could interview him, so he could get baptized. I remember a kid, I think named Elvis in um Pessoa, but we also called him Crazy Eyes because he had like one lazy eye. <laughs> So, but, um, yeah, so I was there, what, for four months? It's a long time. Uh, probably a little longer than that. Yeah. So, um, well, you were back and forth between Boas Bronson and Nova Natal. And, I, yeah. like and you know what? That is the last entry in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> and that is September. <laughs> And I went home in January. But that's amazing. I know, right? So after that, I went to Potenji. So I went to Potenji. Oh, so when those guys left, I must have been a senior again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you were interviewing my people. Yeah. You weren't the junior. Yeah, see, see, I wasn't a slacker. No, I didn't. I wasn't a junior the whole time. But uh, yeah, that was weird. I don't know how that. Okay, so Fourth of July. Fourth of July. We decided to have a Fourth of July party. Yeah. And I don't really even know how it came up. It must have been like the day before or something. We're like, hey, let's have a 4th of July party. And that house over at Nova Natal had um, – or, or Boa Esplanaza. I don't know. You know, whatever. Same same place. It had that big courtyard. Mm -hmm. So you had the wall. And you had a, a gate that was like you could see through. Yep. Then you had this big courtyard. Um, and the neighbor so had a tree and the – the neighbor girl would climb the tree and climb try the to tree and peek at the peek, peek at the missionary the showering missionary. in the outdoor shower. Yep, which I did a few times. I did awesome. all the time. The water was always out inside, <laughs> yeah. but somehow outside it was on. So I go out there and take a shower. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yep, it was great. Um, it was really one good. elder. Who was it? I think it was Hamos would um, shower with his clothes on every day and use the soap and like clean his clothes. And that's how he would wash his clothes. It's not that he was he was a never nude, but he just was practical. <laughs> right. It's like he had one pair of clothes and he just washed them every night. Something like that. Anyway, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was someone else. But um, so we decided to have a 4th of July party because there were eight 
missionaries total, seven of us were Americans. Yeah. So it was me, Nichols, Victor, um, Moulton, mm-hmm. um, the, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, Wilson? I don't remember Wilson and then, um, sister, Creamer? what? Creamer? No, who was the the Brazilian? Oh, Fritas, Brazilian. something yeah, like it that. Could be Fritas, yeah. Anyway, so we had this Fourth of July <laughs> party. Someone made a cake or something, and um, we got together and we hung out and in our courtyard. Like mm-hmm. they weren't in our house; right. they were in the courtyard, and um, we hung out there and I don't know, listened to Bruce Springsteen or something, and had a Fourth of July party. And it wasn't even like super late or anything like that. It was sure. just kind of like regular hours. Um, and then next thing you know, we get a call the next day or something, and um, it's like, oh, president's on on his way. For some reason, president's coming, and he's coming right now. And this is this new guy that none of us have ever met, and he's coming right now. Oh, it's like, oh crap, we we got to go clean the house. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh my gosh, Prez is coming. So we like rushed home. We spent like basically most of the of the evening cleaning the house because Jomaso was how far away? Like four hours? Was it that far? That could be. Well, he was driving and he was probably driving fast, so a couple hours. <laughs> probably driving fast. Yeah, I, I loved listening to Paulson and how he was talking about how when he came in, like nothing was as it was supposed to be. And he's like, look, take me to the mission home. They're like, we have no idea where the mission home is. <laughs> or like where the, where the you know, mission, the, apartment. the president's supposed to live. They're like, I have no idea. <laughs> so he must have just been like so pissed to come into that and be like, what is going on in this place? Uh-huh. But um, yeah, so he came out and I remember them getting there and it's Watts, Paulson, um, who else was there? Other were there other? I'll have to go back. Paulson I, I don't knows all this. I know Paulson was so there. Many details. Yeah. I know Watts was there. I know Watts was there because he was the um, assistant. De Cunha, maybe. Oh, it was be. one of the assistants. Um. Anyway, so they came out and it was. I wonder if it was that same visit. Anyway, but so they came out. And he basically yelled at us for a while. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, I'll have to think about what I'm going to do. And then he left. And that was it. But it was weird because he showed up with, like, one of the sisters in the car. Yeah. I guess he had to go over to their house to, to find the out. the sister's house first. Because yeah. we had moved fairly recently. And then he had to find out where we lived. So, But honestly, like, I don't remember it being, like, a big deal. Except for he came and was super pissed. I remember that being a big deal. But, like... I don't remember like the actual event being anything that was all that. Well, I found out about it right after because I took the place of the sisters that got transferred out. Hmm. And it was like, well, the sisters and the elders had a party and the, now the sisters leaving. Like, oh, some stuff must have happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we get no. there and hear the story and like, oh, you just had like a, par- a oh, party just, <laughs> just yeah. outside in the court? Like, had we done it at the church, it would have been fine, you yeah. know, but we did it at one of our houses. Or a member's and- house. Yeah, right. And I and um I remember everyone thinking that it was the Brazilian sister who like told on us or something cuz she was bad about it. But um I remember her saying that she didn't and I don't know. 
supposedly the story was that some member had called yeah, the mission house about it. Thing. I just, I don't, I mean, I guess people do get that involved. I just don't really know why you would care that much, you know, to call like and tattle on missionaries and stuff when they're not really doing much. No, there's, um, it's, it's, it's all right. If like, you know, of a missionary kissing some girl, then you'd call. Right. But I mean, the sisters are going to have to a 4th of July party in the open courtyard. Right, Whatever. where you can see everyone at all times. I mean, it just seemed like it was kind of a weird a weird thing. But um, <laughs> anyway, at some point, Da Cunha, I think it was, and Watts came back out, and they were doing, like, exchanges and stuff, and they were with us for a few days. And then they had to get back to Jean Basoa, and they had to get to the bus station, or to, like, the Hodoviaria, um, you know? Uh-huh. And... There was no way to get them there. Like the buses weren't going to get them there on time. Yeah, the zero one so, takes a long time to get to the. <laughs> to the yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember standing on those buses going to the shopping, uh-huh. or that like um, that like all you can eat ice cream place. Yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. And just thinking like I can't wait to never stand on a bus again. <laughs> yeah. I remember I going remember to bus find surfing. people to take church, and like I can't wait till never go and find people to take to church again. <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> Oh man! But um, so we—it was myself and some Brazilian. I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was um, Rodrigo, one of those guys that was with me at that time. I guess uh, we borrowed the bishop's car from that ward, yeah. and we drove them to the Hodoviaria. And um, on the way back. Somehow we got the wheel stuck in, in one ditch. of the gutters. Yeah, the gutters. Remember the gutters uh-huh. had like a ditch in them between yep. like the road and the actual gutter? We got the wheel stuck in the ditch, <laughs> and we couldn't get the stupid car out. And it's already getting pretty late, you know. And um, eventually we get some guys to help us start rocking the car, and it's almost like bouncing, and it broke up enough of the um, – of the, the street stone. area, yeah. the stone that we could drive out. Wow. And we got out of there and then like the car was having issues and wouldn't start. And then, then the key broke off in the ignition <laughs> while it was running and all this stuff. And we finally got the car back to the Bishop's house. And, oh man, that was so weird. I just remember being like, well, we shouldn't be doing this, but they're the APs, and they told us that we should do this, so I guess we're going to do Why it. Why didn't the bishop just drive you guys? I don't know. It was like still church time or something oh. um, when we left. I don't know. Obviously, we were there a long time, I guess. I don't know why we'd be out that late. I don't know. I had a lot of late nights. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hospitals, getting cheeseburgers. <laughs> so, but. Anyway, I do remember that and getting that car stuck and having a lot of trouble with the car itself. That's a nightmare. Yeah, and then like having no idea where to go or how to drive in Brazil. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you know um, the bus routes, but then if you get off that, it's like, where am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then, so I went to Potengi in September. Um, And I must have been there for four months because I finished my mission there. I went home in December. All right, so three months. Four months. Um, and when I first got there, it was me, Elder Augusto. Um, really short guy, you remember yeah, him? Yeah, short Brazilian, darker. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think he, <laughs> Funny he, was, kid. he was in my group, I think. Was he? 
Um, Gualberto. I love. We call him. Uh, I won't say what we call him. <laughs> Gualberto and Novak. Oh, Gualberto and Novak were back together, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was because they were together in P. Dunas playing oh, Uno. Really? Did you guys play Uno? We did not play Uno. Um, Novak and I ate Oreos almost every single night. Okay. We found like those little packs of Oreos, and we'd go buy milk, and we would eat Oreos almost every night. <laughs> and that was awesome. And then um, with Augusta was was fun. He was he was a good guy. Yeah. Um, that that was an interesting area. You know, it was it was cool. It was kind of a weird area, but it was, I mean, there was like a lot of good families in the area and stuff like that. Yeah, I never was, was in like the stake president was in that area and his family and stuff. Um, you were never in that potentiary. No, I was just, it was just, it was just nobody at all. And it was yeah. just, um, uh, Parker is doing this. Everything else I did divisions, maybe in potency, maybe in Santa okay. rain, maybe in, in and yeah. uh, wherever the, take the, the bus out wherever to that one city. Yeah. yeah. No, the train, there was a train from Nova Natal really? that went out to another interior city. What was that? Oh, called? was it, um, um, something with a C. Um, I think I did that once. Um, yeah, I went out there a bunch of times. I don't remember. The train station was there next to the chapel in uh, Nova Natal. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, but so I was there with Novak and, and Augusto, and we baptized this kid. There were a few kids that were kind of already being taught that we that we kind of got in with and baptized. And, um, one of them was this kid named Jalsmar. It was Sierra Marine. That was, a, that was oh, a, okay. You're like the wheels were still turning. Yeah, sorry, I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we baptized this kid Jalsmar and his younger brother, um, and then a few other kids on the street. There was like this gay kid who was a member of the church who would like walk around with us and introduce us to his friends. And he was one of his friends at the time. Did he have a he killer jeito? He wasn't, he did. He wasn't, he wasn't openly gay at the time, sure. but he later became openly gay. Sure. But I mean, that, that seems like a, a 50, 50 chance. If you yeah, were right? a, a strong member of the church and you were a guy, you probably had a jato and were probably gay. A lot of them did, man. A lot of them did. <laughs> Yeah, so he, um, <laughs> but he introduced us to some other guys, and this kid Jalzmar got baptized, and um, eventually did a mission in like the um, like Connecticut area. Oh wow! Okay. And my brother was living in Rhode Island at the time, and ran into him at like a state conference, and this kid's like, "Hey, you look a lot like this missionary that baptized me," and. You know, he'd ran into my brother out in Rhode Island, so that was cool. <laughs> I was like way out in Kansas City in dental school at the time, so I couldn't go out there and visit. That would be awesome. Uh, but that would have been fun. But anyway, it was still cool that he went out and went on a mission and learned English and all that stuff, you know, just kind of set him up for the future. Sure. So um, so at least one. Look at, at you. Least one you got it. His, you got, are you serve, Facebook friends with him at all? Or? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, I, and again, I don't keep up with people very well. So, well, you know, I, most I've of my talked Brazilians to are, are hidden on Facebook because it's just all yeah. memes. You just don't want to hear it all. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or like dumb videos. And uh -huh. like, uh, 
Cartel but, Shiamazaki. You're like, I don't understand half these words anymore. I know, so. that's true. I never <laughs> understood them. I had the worst you know, Portuguese. Some of these. <laughs> oh, man. And then, but so, anyway, we baptized some kids. That was good. That was a fun area. Um, and then um, Augusto left. I got some new kid um, who was pretty new in the mission. He had been in one area before, and he... Um, had a companion that he didn't get along with and stuff. Oh, I'm going to tell you a story about Gualberto. One night, Gualberto and I were kind of like at each other for something. And he, I was like drinking out of my water bottle and he like squeezed it and it like poof, sprayed all over my face. And I was so pissed about it. Like, you know, and, and he was like laughing. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And laughing and stuff. And I was just so mad about it for some stupid reason. He went in to take a shower and I went and just emptied my two liter on his pillow and flipped it over and emptied it on the other side. And and then I went and laid down for bed and he came out and like went to his bed and he came back and he's like, Oh, what? No, why did you do this? No. Oh man. He was so upset about it. And it was kind of a dick move. So I feel bad. It's right. Anyway, he was right. I shouldn't have done that. Him and uh, but, him and Almeida did not get along when we lived together. Oh yeah, that was pretty fun. Me and Gualberto yeah. worked together. I was his senior. I was he was my first junior. Oh really? And we had the same time on the mission, so it was a. Uh, he was pretty bitter that I was his senior, and I didn't know any Portuguese, <laughs> so he was rightfully bitter. But yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he's a nice guy. So um, there was another kid who came into the to the house um, when when was it when Novak left? I think it was. What was his name? Uh, American kid from Denver. Um, his parents lived like right by the Denver Temple. I went and visited them when I got home from my mission. And took a picture, like, playing with his stuff at his house <laughs> and had them send it to him. But um, I'm trying to remember who it was. What did he look like? Oh, uh, you were at his house in, this, in Denver. Well, I know, but I don't, I don't remember what he looked like. Come on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. White kid from Denver. I remember he had an MP3 player. That was cool because I'd like never seen one before. Yeah. That was before my time. Yep. Um, but um, uh, I just don't remember his name. Anyway, he was cool. It was fun. But the new kid that I had um, was this Brazilian kid, and he was kind of quiet and stuff. But he was really nice, and we, we got along pretty well. I remember he called his mom a few times, and you know, and like. Um, I don't know, because, you know, he's Brazilian, so, yeah. you know, you could just pick up the phone and call. Yep. Um, not that you should, but you could. You could. And so he did a couple times. and um, But, you know, he was definitely, like, homesick and, and had some issues that way. But um, the story that I heard, which you can correct me on if it's not true, was that on a P-Day, him and some other missionaries were out, like, at some hill, some mountain, and like coming down the mountain, he like slipped and got going too fast and hit his head and died. Oh, what was his name? And I don't remember. I don't remember his name. I heard that story, 
but I didn't ever know if it was true. No, yeah, uh, I heard it, and I think but, it's true. Um, really, but he was my last companion. And um, what's funny is I don't have any pictures or anything from after Natal, Nova Natal. I don't know if I just like didn't take any anymore. But at some point in my mission, I got a digital camera and I kind of stopped taking pictures or I at least stopped printing them. And then I just don't really have them. Do you have the digital pictures? No, I don't know what happened to them. They were on a disc somewhere and I don't have them anymore. But, um, but yeah, so he, I don't remember his name, but he was a nice kid and I got along with him. But, um, you know, I know his, uh, his companion before me, they didn't really get along very well. Huh. But, but that was the story I heard. So no, if that's I think it's true. Because I heard that too, but I can't confirm. And that was before the um, um, the shooting. The other elder, the shooting. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's crazy. If if that's really how it went down, that's crazy. But um, I yeah, because I forgot completely about this story until right now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and that's about it. Did he do a and tour? Like I last week? No. You just went straight to Jean Pessoa and then straight. Oh, straight yeah, on. I got this weird like – somehow I got this weird like infection on my lip. I don't know if I had like a zit or something that I like played with and then it got all infected. And I went home and I had this like this huge like weird infection on my upper lip. <laughs> it was really gross. <laughs> Looks like an idiot. Yeah. Which, you know, suits me right because for my baptism – I had actually like ran into a car door and split my lip and I had stitches and a bandaid over my lip for my baptism pictures. <laughs> so that my mission homecoming pictures, I've got this big thing on. Looks like a fool. But, you know, it only took a couple of weeks of being in the States for that to go away. But yeah. I went home but really sick too. I had a hacking cough that didn't go away for months. Oh, really? It would keep me up at night. I was like spitting up phlegm and it was, it, was, it was so gross. I don't remember getting like very sick that often. I think I had some dengue one time. I got food poisoning with Summers one time. Did you? From Fachima's soup. Or not soup, juice in Nova Natal. <laughs> yeah. I remember them. Didn't her daughter marry one of the missionaries? Yeah, I think uh, Fachima's oldest da- daughter was already married to an American. Okay. And then uh, it was Lucia was Fatima's sister. She had uh-huh. Denise, and she married um, Lundine. Remember Denise, uh-huh. Lundine, and then yeah. uh, uh, no, Denise is. Was it Denise? There's two sisters. Yeah, it was Denise and a younger sister, and the younger sister married one of Lundine's relatives, and so they're both huh. here. That's and I think crazy. there was another an, another couple of uh, people or girls in in Nova Natal or Boas at least live huh. in the States and I, I see Fatima's like visiting in West Haven or something like that. <laughs> huh. That's crazy. Yeah. I, um, I don't know, man, if I were a snaky girl in Brazil without a lot of options, I would, I'd be all over the missionaries. <laughs> I hear you. You know, I do. you know, like, like a lot of people in Brazil had a great, a great life and a great place. And then, you know, mm-hmm. but if you were one of the ones that like wanted to, to get out, to move to the U S or, or something like that, yeah. you know, I mean, that was your way to do it, you yeah. know? So it's interesting. But, yep. 
but there were definitely some girls that seemed like they were after it, you know, they were destined. Well, the families and it was already in the family and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm glad I didn't do a mission in the States. Like for me, it would have been really like I had a friend who was on like the Texas A&M campus was his mission. Uh-huh. I'm like, how would you even do that? Yep. You're you're like in an area where everybody is in your peer group yep. and they're living like five hours from where you live. Mm-hmm. And it's like the opportunities to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back here when when I'm done. And, and you know, I don't know. Well, I was never. Uh, I'm not strong enough for that. I was never tempted in Brazil. Let's just say that. <laughs> there was a story. Of the remember the oats story. That, uh, <laughs> I do remember the oats story that Porter would tell. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the but horses. They're eating this gross hay, and they're like, "Oh, this hay is great." And then they go home and they see the oats. Like, what was I thinking? Thinking that the hay was good. These and oats are so good. <laughs> they never had hay. Oh man, yeah, yep. But um, you know, that would have been hard for me though to do a mission like in with my peer group in the states where I, you know, knew that I could easily come back or easily, you know, keep in contact with these people and have like real relationships with them. That would have been way too hard for me. Yeah, Brazil was like camping for two years, (laughs) and people are always asking, like, "Do you want to go back? Do you want to go back?" No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it'd be fun to go to Brazil. I just don't know if I'd ever go back to like anywhere where I went. I would be depressed. And Remember there was for my life. there was like a private <laughs> island off of off of Natal area? Yeah. Um Fernando de Noronha. Well, Natal had nice beaches, but there weren't any waves. And right. I mean, right. Well, what there do you was go to like a beach a, for. <laughs> right. There's that private island though. Um, just off of Natal area um, that was like population controlled and stuff. It looks like a pretty sweet vacation spot. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to go to Rio. I mean, it would be awesome, but I don't want to be murdered. Um, Sao Paulo would be okay, but what do you do in Sao Paulo? It's you just know, a it's like huge city. The biggest city in, you know, it's so big. I mean, so, I went to downtown Sao Paulo with my with Park and walked around uh, and tried to talk to people. And, yeah. I, and I mean, that's my Sao Paulo. Yeah, and you're like, I don't really care to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a cool place, but I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't want to go for world cup or the Olympics or anything like that. It's going to be insane. I don't know what they're doing to do, but well, do you listen anyway. to any Portuguese music or did I you, do actually, what do you got? I listen to, um, some Dijavan. Rodriguez and I used to sit around and try and play Dejavan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the classics like the Jota Quest and the Legion Urbana. Yep. Um, Cassia Eller is like more like a samba. Um, there's there's a, a song called Segundo Sol. Segundo Sol, something like that. Cassia Eller, very good. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. Okay. Um, and then. Actually, when I was in Maryland doing my pediatric program, the lady who was like in charge of my programs from Sao Paulo. Okay. So um, we would hang out. We'd be like in the OR working on these kids, and we'd be like listening to Brazilian music and stuff while we did it. Um, Tribalistas. Uh-huh. Do you remember that Tribalistas album? Yep. It's very good. 
Um, I only have a few songs of it still, but it but it was really good. You listen to any uh, crappy music? Any foho that you had guilty pleasure not stuff? Not really. Not really. I have some. Um, I think I have some Casinha Preta songs. Uh-huh. Limal Kumel. Uh-huh. That was good stuff. Um, <clears throat> some of my favorite Portuguese music is um, that Sil George album from the movie The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you probably know, you may have not seen the movie, but it has a Brazilian artist named Sil Jorge who plays acoustic guitar and sings remakes of David Bowie songs. <laughs> it's the entire album is David Bowie songs. Okay, and if you listen to the words, it's like he basically just rewrote all the words, and then it has like sections of the choruses that are in English. And the rest is just him playing acoustic guitar in Portuguese. Wow. And it's awesome. Okay. And it's like super easy to understand, you know? Yeah. But it's 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 really fun to listen to. So look him up. Sure. But it's the the Life Aquatic soundtrack. Okay. So um that's kind of it. I mean, I drink some Guadalana now and then when yeah. I can. I found some at like a Spanish market when I was in Maryland. I'm not in Utah, so I don't have the supply like they do in Utah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could find it here in New Mexico. I haven't looked yet. In the, uh, I was in a market in San Jose, a Brazilian market, and they had yeah. a, or just a little store. And they had a farinha pronto, which was like <laughs> the farofa already made up with all the seasoning and stuff in it huh. that you just heat up on a skillet a little bit and put it on your rice and beans. It's the best. It's the best farinha. <laughs> Huh. And uh, um, I remember Molten popped off like one of his crowns eating that stuff. Oh, the sand? <laughs> yeah, it was just like a little thing. You spit on it and the glue just came right off. Oh, no. So we, we went and got some super glue and stuck it back on. Perfect. <laughs> it works. If you have to, yeah, you know. Now you Coming know. from a dentist, That's if right. you have to, go for it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so – yeah, I mean, I, so I spoke some Portuguese in Maryland. I had um, some patients that would come in that spoke Portuguese for some reason because, like, Florida area has a lot of, like, Portuguese population and up a little bit up the coast. Surprisingly, like, north, like that Connecticut area where my um, where that kid served his mission yeah. has, like, a huge, like, Brazilian port population. Huh. Um, and we had some in Maryland. There was, like, this little area. Um, I even went with the elders one time to teach a Brazilian family in Portuguese, and that was kind of weird. That's so, weird, especially because I didn't really speak Portuguese anymore. So, yep. but but yeah, so those Amazing are kind of my ties. I know that uh, I ran into a lady here. I ran into a lady here um, at work who um, the kids speak Portuguese, and she does, and. Um, she was like, oh, yeah, we have like a, a group and we get together and we do things and stuff. So she was supposed to email me about it but never did. That'd be fun. Yeah. And you're already so. in. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know. kind of reverting back to the mission it's, days. You change your personality a little bit. That's what it is. It's networking. I know when I'm speaking like, Portuguese. Like the Brazilian population coming into the office. That's great. right. <laughs> You know, they're like, what? Someone who speaks Portuguese? We're there. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so good old New Mexico. If you guys come to New Mexico, let me know. I know Paulson said he comes to Albuquerque every once in a while. So I'll have, to, in, uh, I'll have to talk to him. 
in South New Mexico last year. Uh-huh. What was that called? White Sands Missile Range. Uh-huh. Doing some work. And I know there's the labs there, and Albuquerque has Sandia, and uh, yeah. Santa Fe has Los Alamos. And I could go over there with work since it's all oh, right. stuff. Yeah, Los Alamos is maybe like, I don't know, 45 minutes north of us or something. Um, we've got a ski resort. I like to ski. My brother goes skiing before work most mornings if oh, it wow. snows. So the ski resort is literally like 30 minutes up the hill because um, Santa Fe sits at 7,500 feet. Yeah. And the ski resort's at 10,000 feet. Okay. And it's like literally like 30 minutes up the mountain and you're there. And so he'll go, he'll leave at like five in the morning, hike up the mountain, ski down, and then come into work at eight. Oh, do you have any uh, like missionaries that you still keep in contact with or text back and forth or see? <laughs> um, not really. For a while, I, I hung out with Cephalo and Novak and those guys when we were back in well, Utah. Uh, Royer, you lived with him. I was with Royer for a little while. Lived with him. I actually talked to Royer not too long ago. He's in California. Okay. Um. um oh, Janica Dunbar. That's her last name. Dunbar. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's it. I was trying to remember her last that's name. True. Janica Dunbar. Yeah, but and and Royer. Um, I think he's. I don't know if he's getting married again or if he's just dating someone right now, but I don't remember. But he's in like Fresno or something now. Um, as far as like recently, I haven't really seen anyone. Yeah, Malco, every once in a while, I kind of ran into him like when I'd be in Utah or, or um, he came through Kansas City once. He always tried to get me to join um, selling security systems yeah, and stuff. Yeah, how did you get out? You never I don't know. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I just never got – I don't know. All those other guys did it, and I just never jumped into it. Yeah, so. with Maurer and Paulson. Yeah. And Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So I just never, I don't know, just wasn't my thing. I'm not a door-to-door sales kind of guy. That's not my thing either. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it anyway, yeah. Yeah, I did it until school. Some well. of those stories are funny, man. It was those like the mission. The first couple months strange. of the mission, you have uh, – uh, you have crazy stories that happen to you about drunk people and donkeys and chickens and whatever. And then the last couple of months of the mission, you've seen it all and you're just, right. and you don't, you're like, eh. it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's life how it is. And like yeah. door to door sales, you have some crazy stories like that. And yeah. then after four years of it, you're like, Oh, that's just how it is. Right. And, and maybe that's why I just never wrote anything down. It's like, yeah, I actually have like a big pack of like letters I guess oh. letters that I had sent home okay. or that people had sent to me or something. Yeah. So there might actually be some more detail in there somewhere. But uh, that's when I'm not going to read through all that. That's when you're old and you're like yeah. really missing your younger days. That's right. And you're like, how come I didn't write something down? I'm an idiot. But so. Well, I got anyway. this, uh, this podcast is my journal. <laughs> there you go. So you can hear everything that everyone else says that you forgot. Yeah, right. I'm not going to listen to this ever again. <laughs> Yeah, just do it once and be done with it. I do it once and then I edit it. So I hear the first and the end and I add music and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I post yeah. it out. Send it to Jacob Paulson and he posts it on his website. <laughs> so I don't yeah. have to pay for hosting at all. There you go. <laughs> it's a system. It. <laughs> cool, man. It's been two cool. hours. Exactly. Yeah. You made it. You remembered more than you thought you would. 
Yeah, seriously, I'm like, I don't have anything. I don't know. So, but yeah, uh, good. Hopefully there's some, hopefully there's some funny stories in there that will trigger some some stuff for other people. So. A task for the listeners. I want to find out who that missionary was that fell down and hit his head and died. So yeah. send that to the yeah. Facebook. Who's message. my last companion? So cool, man. Well, he's a cool kid. It's good to hear. At some from point, you. I had a picture of me like him down on a knee and me handing over the house keys to him, but <laughs> I lost everything. So <laughs> and I'm like, eh, whatever. It's all gone now. But cool. Yeah, well, we'll get to talk. If you ever come out to New Mexico, let me know. I'll put some of that uh, music that you suggested on there. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, but listen to that Life Aquatic album. It's fun. It's good. It's worth a listen. You're the first uh, missionary to interview that actually cared about Brazilian music. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't like the Foho stuff that much, you sure. know. Just like, mm. although I did always love the that bicycle song. Do you remember? I don't know if it was before you got out there, um, but there was one that the lyrics were basically like, like really vulgar stuff, and and he's like, I don't know. So like, so one verse, he's like, "Oh, you take off the wrapper and you suck on it, and you you know take off the wrapper and suck on it. Oh, it's not what you're thinking. It's a lollipop." And then the other one's like, "Oh, and you." You know, you sit on it and you bounce up and down. It's not what you're thinking. It's a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have that song somewhere. I think it was um, Chiclets con Banana. I think that was the band. (laughs) Yep. Gum and Banana. Yep. It's a good one. That's great. Anyway. Cool, man. Stupid song. But cool. Good to talk to you. All right. See ya. (laughs) See ya. Peace. (laughs) Grande controle da Major Town Grande controle da Major Town Fique certo quanto à posição do sol Grande controle da Major Town Vejo seus olhos contra o sal Faça trilhas e descubra-se de vez
Vamos para o sul e da nova céu azul. Vou sair da merda, 